You are a Locked On Braves postcast, part of Locked On Sports Atlanta, your team every day. And hello and welcome to the Braves postcast, part of Locked On Sports Atlanta. I'm Grant McCauley coming to you after what was a frustrating loss for the Atlanta Braves. And I say that because there haven't been too many frustrating losses. There haven't really been too many losses, but a bunch of them have happened at the hands of the San Diego Padres. This one, though, might take the cake. It just felt like some missed opportunities as Atlanta shut out. one nothing. the final score. The Padres take it. A Juan Soto home run. The difference in this one, San Diego able to avoid a sweep. The Braves still win the series and have a 5-6 and six road trip. So a lot more good things than bad to talk about on this episode of the postcast, but just one that felt like maybe it was right there for the taking as well. As always, I want to remind you to subscribe to Locked On Sports Atlanta right here on YouTube. Make sure you hit the bell to get notified every time we drop a new episode. As long as you're here, go ahead and leave a like and a comment. We appreciate those. We're always looking for feedback on the show. We appreciate it, and we love talking baseball with everybody. And make sure to subscribe to Locked On Braves wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, with all that out of the way, a frustrating one for the Braves, I think is really the best way to put it. I might say that a few times on this postcast, so go ahead, buckle in, and be ready for it. Uh, let's jump inside the box score. Game number 19 saw the Braves' eight-game win streak come to an end in a one nothing loss to the Padres. Braves now 14-5 and on the year. No runs on four hits, no errors, six men left aboard. We'll talk about some of the missed opportunities. Padres, meanwhile, I, I don't know that I can really underscore this any more plainly than they really needed a win. And their offense is still not going. A solo home run was what gave them the win on this day. They might have had a little bit more later, if not for a great play by Sam Hilliard. But it proved that one was enough today, or one proved to be enough. Six hits, no errors, six men left on base for the Padres. Charlie Morton takes a loss, dropping to two and two. As Nick Martinez, who was pretty sharp for the Padres and got a lot of great defense behind him, he grabs the win, one and one on the season. Josh Hader came in and was able to convert his fifth save of the year. Game was two hours and 13 minutes. If you're going to lose them, might as well not drag it out. 29,581 were on hand to see it as the Padres able to avoid a sweep at the hands of the Braves. They also denied the Braves a third consecutive series sweep, which is what followed the Padres taking three out of four at Truist Park. So if you're looking for the Braves to bounce back from that series loss against San Diego, I would say they more than did that. Would have been nice to finish this a perfect road trip, but hey, you'll take five out of six every single time. That being said, Let's look at the pitching performance of Charlie Morton on this day. I thought he was solid, and I feel like each one of his starts has been a little bit incrementally better. He still hasn't gotten into that dominant force that we were expecting to see the 2021 version of Charlie Morton. He hasn't really piled up the strikeouts as much. I thought he threw some of his best curveballs of the year in this game. Um, six innings of one-run ball. Again, the solo home run by Juan Soto, who apparently has Charlie's number. Second head-to-head -head blast for Soto against Morton this season. Five hits, three walks five strikeouts. The fourth inning home run by Soto was the only run, but in the fifth inning, Manny Machado nearly took Charlie Morton out of the yard, but we had Sam Hilliard out there, and Sam Hilliard has been just what the Braves needed in center field with Michael Harris, the second out. Not only has he been hitting up to a level that you could not have expected, but he's also making some great defensive plays, and he did so again on this day. He robbed Manny Machado of a two-run homer, Braves didn't get the bats going, but nice to see plays like that being made, and it kept Atlanta in this game where the Braves were, really, throughout the entire course of the afternoon. They just couldn't seem to find the big hit to do it. I'll talk a little bit more about the offense in a moment, but I want to go ahead and let you know that grand slams, no-hitters, and double plays are back. And there's no better place to get in on the MLB action than FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, 
Right now, new customers can step up to the plate with a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. Just go to FanDuel.com slash locked on, sign up, place your bet, and get $1,000 back in bonus bets if you don't win. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on. FanDuel, an official partner of Major League Baseball. Uh, as far as the Braves' offense was concerned in this one, as I mentioned, a lot of missed opportunities. 0 for 7 with runners in scoring position, and a couple really just kind of, I think a couple of innings really stand out more so than others, and it started in the very first inning. A rundown, really not expertly done by the Braves. They kind of ran into not one but two outs on one ground ball to Manny Machado. Ronald Acuna Jr., a little aggressive, wanted to take third. Machado caught it out of the corner of his eye, gets Acuna caught in a rundown. He didn't stay in it for very long, and for some reason, Austin Riley had not only gotten to first but rounded the bag too far when the Acuna rundown portion ended. Austin Riley was dead to rights over at first base. I know a lot of different people can look at it at a lot of different angles. Bad base running by both. A mistake that the Braves couldn't afford on a day you lose one to nothing. I think all of those probably fair. I don't think either man would want to go at it again that same way. But, you know, sometimes you're aggressive and it pays off. Sometimes you might jump a little bit early. And Manny Machado, he was making some plays. He's making some very good plays in the series defensively. And he's always hunting for outs. That's the thing I always used to hear about Andrelton Simmons. I would say that the same is true about Manny Machado. He got an aggressive Ronald Acuna, and then he caught a lapse over at first base with Austin Riley, and that was one of the Braves' best opportunities to score in this game. Uh, the other one came in the third inning. Bases loaded one out. You had Matt Olson up there, a pop out from him, then a punch out of Austin Riley. The Braves really couldn't touch Nick Martinez again after that as he closed out the day, retiring, I believe, the final 10 Braves that he faced. And just a nice performance from Martinez, who really kind of needed one of those to get his season on track. Had a lot of great defensive plays made behind him, both in the outfield, on the infield. As I mentioned, the Braves ran into a couple of outs early on. That might have helped him, you know, just get off the ropes immediately and give him a little bit more confidence to go through this game and really lock in and settle in and throw a good game for the Padres. And he certainly did that by tossing scoreless ball for him to win this game today. As far as the offensive things that were worth talking about, Sam Hilliard. Already talked about the great play that he made in right center field, kind of shades of the Adam Jones play in the World Baseball Classic back in 2017. He robbed uh, Manny Machado of a home run, much like that WBC play went. Uh, maybe not as crazy as far as the uh, crowd reaction and the stakes and all of the international play that came with that. But still, when you think about what Sam Hilliard is being asked to do and who he's being asked to fill in for in Michael Harris II, the National League Rookie of the Year, a gold glover in my mind, and, and somebody who's going to win a bunch of gold gloves, and you know, playing every single day and offensively bringing something to the table, Sam Hilliard has more than held up his end of the bargain. Two more hits, another stolen base for him. He's batting 375 this year already. And we've talked about this a lot, especially on Twitter. I know we talked throughout the game. You can follow me on Twitter, at Grant McCauley. A lot of people ask about Sam Hilliard and where he's going to fit in when Michael Harris does come back, and Harris could be back in the not-too-distant future. I think you got to give Sam Hilliard more bats in left field. He's going to play for you defensively there. He's going to make those plays. And offensively, you got to ride the hot hand right now. And the Braves have got a very good lineup, a very deep lineup. But with Hilliard playing the way that he is, that only makes this lineup better. So I feel like Sam Hilliard's earning a very, like an extended look, not just because of the injury to Harris, but the way he has played with Michael Harris out leads me to believe that Sam Hilliard should be seeing some more bats thrown his way as the Braves look to move through the month of April into May. And We'll see how far he can ride this out, but it has looked very, very good in the early going. A nice pickup for depth has proven to be more than that as he's pushed into everyday duty, and Hilliard is really playing some great baseball right now. Ronald Acuna Jr., 
uh, was able to single to lead off the game, steal second. So I updated the 40-40 tracker. But as we know, that didn't end all together that well because he got caught in that brief rundown in that bad base running of the first inning for the Braves. So Ronald with his eighth stolen base. He's got the three home runs on the year. I believe the pace is now 25 home runs, 68 steals. If you're into that sort of thing, this is not really a day where we have a lot of other highlights to talk about, but a little bit of an update there. And I still think somewhere in our future, there's a Ronald Acuna Jr. home run binge. We're going to see that at some point. Uh, One other thing of note that I feel like is worth throwing in there as far as things that we saw that should be encouraging to you. Joe Jimenez threw another nice inning against the Padres in this game. A couple of strikeouts for him. And it looks like just on this road trip, that the velocity is back where it needs to be. I think Joe Jimenez is starting to feel himself, and as he does, that is another arm that you're really counting on in this bullpen as you look to get Colin McHugh back and Rysel Iglesias back. One of your big offseason acquisitions was Joe Jimenez. So if you can get him going, that would mean a lot to this bullpen, and we'll see if Joe can kind of continue to build this uh, momentum that he's had here of late. And when you do get these guys back in that you can count on a little bit more, you'll have some different options and some different places that Brian Snitker can utilize some of these players. And Jimenez could figure prominently in how Atlanta's bullpen is going to work. Once you have Iglesias closing, you move A.J. Minter back out into the role. I feel like he's played so well the last couple of years, getting the big outs, whether it's the seventh or the eighth, to get you to the ninth. A.J. Minter has been the Braves, I think, best reliever, bell to bell last year, certainly. And this year, being asked to close for the first time in quite some time, has done a pretty good job of that. But this bullpen can get stronger, and I think that it will. Colin McHugh out on his rehab assignment with uh, single-A Rome on Tuesday night. One and two-thirds scoreless innings, couple of strikeouts. I caught up with him afterwards, said he's feeling good, said it felt normal. They're going to talk to the Braves training staff and doctors and figure out when Colin McHugh could be back in the fray. They could be very soon. He could be back in time for this Houston series. Might need another appearance. We'll see how it all shakes out. But good report, good results from Colin McHugh up in Rome as well. Well, we're going to talk about what's going on for the Braves as they return home. They get a much-needed off day on Thursday. Then they've got the Houston Astros rolling into Truist Park, and that will be a nice matchup of not only the 2021 World Series, but, of course, the teams that have won the World Series in each of the last two years. Before we get started with that, I want to ask you, as always, have you tried Pro Baseball GM yet? Download Pro Baseball GM today. It'll let you manage every aspect of your franchise as you play through the seasons, leading that franchise, and your fans to glory as you try to build that historic dynasty. You've got to do all the things that regular executives have to do in real life. You've got to hire the right coaches and staff, manage the team's finances, scout and draft players, deal with free agencies, difficult personalities, and of course, injuries are going to be part of this whole thing as well. It's all in there in Pro Baseball GM. Locked On Braves postcast listeners get a 100% free boost when using the promo code Locked On in the game store. Go to probaseballgm.com, scan the code, or find it in the app stores. That's probaseballgm.com, ultimate baseball GM. Start your dynasty today. As far as what the Braves are going to be doing, enjoying an off day on Thursday. Then they've got another big series worth of baseball as the Houston Astros roll into town. And we're going to see in game one, Bryce Elder matching up with a good young right-hander for the Houston Astros and Hunter Brown. Both of these guys are undefeated. They're 2-0. Both of these guys have ERAs under 2. I think it's going to be a pretty interesting pitching matchup. No, it's not, you know, the the top of the line, Max Freed in the opener, you know, lining up against the the top of the Astros rotation. And, you know, the Astros rotation is starting to look a little different after the last couple of years. But there's one thing you can say for Houston. They continue to reload that machine, and they're always there. I mean, literally always there, uh, making it to the ALCS year after year after year in the World Series time after time and winning it all last year. But a good opportunity for Bryce Elder to match up against what should be 
a very tough task and the Braves a chance to start a home standoff with a victory and perhaps a series win against an old world series foe and one of the best teams in baseball annually. We'll see how that all shakes out after the off day. Game one of the three game set against Houston will happen at 7.20 p.m. That's the first pitch at Truist Park on Friday night as the Braves and Astros get that series started. That's going to bring us to the end of the Braves postcast for today. Not the outing the Braves were looking for or the ending the Braves were looking for as far as this road trip is concerned, but five out of six, you'll take the eight-game win streak catapulted the Braves not only into first place in the National League East all by themselves, they also are tied with the Milwaukee Brewers at 14-5 and five for the best record in the National League as of the games of Wednesday afternoon. Thanks for riding along with me here on the Braves postcast. Make sure you subscribe to Locked On Sports Atlanta. Hit that bell to be notified. Hit the like button while you're here. Even if you didn't like the way the game turned out, we enjoy bringing this to you as much as possible throughout the season. And those likes and shares and comments, they all help the show grow. So please, I encourage you to do some of that. And also subscribe to Locked On Braves wherever you get your podcast. Jake Mastriani will have you covered all season long and really all off season. I don't know if Jake takes an off season. Even when he's on a vacation, this man's got Braves baseball on his mind. He's got a lot of great stuff for you. Make sure you subscribe to Locked on Braves wherever you get your podcast. Once again, a disappointing day for Atlanta. One to nothing. The final score, Padres salvage the finale, avoid the sweep, and end Atlanta's eight-game win streak. Enjoy your off day, and I look forward to talking to you again this weekend as the Braves and Astros start up a three-game series at Truist Park. And until then, I'm Grant McCauley. So long, everyone. Hey, this is Stacey Gotsoulias, DC Lundberg, Ryan Finkelstein, Taylor Blake Ward, host of Locked On Yankees, Locked On Mariners, Locked On Mets, Locked On Angels, and you're listening to Locked On Braves. Locked On Braves. Locked On Braves. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. 